In a world where your alarm clock goes off too early. The coffee isn't already made. And you gotta make it to work. On time. Only one team of superheroes can wake you up. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 1037 Play. Begin now. Well, good morning, Sunshine Thursday morning. You got Melissa and Jack hanging out with you as we continue to broadcast live for all the quarantine craziness. Thursday, almost the weekend. Going to be nice out. It's going to be hot out, too. I'm taking that, man. Yes, summertime. It'll be nice. Absolutely. Um, There's a new outside activity you might want to do now that the weather is uh, not not as rainy and cold as it's been. Not wearing pants. that's an outdoor activity. Uh, I took a guess. Okay. It's not that. It's something else. A little okay. more dangerous, Ooh. if you will. Right. Uh, but you have to get involved with it now in order to buy what you need for it. We're going to tell you what it is coming up next. 1037 Play, Melissa and Jack hanging out with you. Maybe getting a new hobby this weekend. I think I'm going to try roller skating. Roller skating. <laughs> That's going to be your new hobby? Yeah. Roller skating is apparently <laughs> like the new hotness now. What? So it's been like all over TikTok. There's this girl, Anna Koto, and she's been like roller skating. Everyone's trying to do it now because if you're good at it it looks awesome while you're dancing uh if you're terrible at it it doesn't look as good but i guess like there have been so many people now because of tiktok that are like i think i'm gonna be a roller skater that they're selling out of roller skates so now people are switching to roller blading because they can't find roller skates i'll admit when you're good at it and you're at like a roller skating rink you're you doing look cool awesome dances. right yeah but no one's good at it and but that's funny though because i've seen a lot of people rollerblading in the fan like you know every day i see at least one person rollerblading which i'm like what are they doing so so are you going to get a pair? No, no. No one looks cool on rollerblades. What? Like everyone looks like Bambi walking on ice. It's embarrassing for these people. Like you got your little wrist pads on and your knee pads. Like you're an adult. You're oh. not an 11-year-old is Who what I'm saying. Who cares what people think? Hi, me. I care. Right here. <laughs> 1037 Play. So there's a restaurant in Virginia that has found a creepy way to make diners feel more comfortable. Wait till you hear how. It's 1037 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. You think it's creepy? I think think it's kind of creepy. Awesome. Yeah, okay. It's got some mixed reviews for sure. So, you know, restaurants are slowly starting to reopen. Here uh, in Virginia, starting tomorrow, we'll have half capacity outdoor dining. And a lot of restaurants are also starting to prepare for that time when indoor dining opens. But there's a lot of rules. So one of the things that has to happen is more social distancing, which means there's going to be more empty tables inside the restaurant. Yeah, they're not going to be able to see people next to each other. They're going to have to be all spread out, less capacity. Which is kind of weird, right? Like you're just going to have empty tables. It sort of kills the vibe a little bit sometimes. So there's a restaurant in Virginia uh, up in Little Washington. It's called uh, The Inn at Little Washington. It's about 90 miles west of D.C. And they have found a unique way to make it feel more full. When they reopen on the inside, they're going to have fancy dressed mannequins seated at the empty tables. Not only are the mannequins going to be sitting there, which I feel like is cool. It makes it feel like it's more full. It's a party. But the servers there are going to be asked to attend to the mannequins, which can include engaging with them in an obviously one-sided conversation, even pouring them drinks. How much fun would that be, though? You know, you like look over and talk to the mannequins. I feel like it's weird. Like you're sitting there eating and like right next to you, it's a mannequin. I think at first it would be weird, but you know, you have a few drinks. I don't know. All of a sudden that girl across the way is looking pretty good. You're like, hey, um, can I buy you a drink? <laughs> you, uh, do you come here often? She's a piece of plastic. Yeah, girls can be fake sometimes. You just gotta get to know them a little bit, you know? <laughs> 1037 Play Mornings with Melissa and Jack. All of a sudden you've got the mannequin back at your place and things progress. That, That's no. all I'm saying. <laughs> 1037 Play. 
1037 play Melissa and Jack hanging out with you on our Thursday morning. So I feel like when you're watching everybody on social media, there's like two camps of people. There are the people who have discovered that they are actually secretly gourmet chefs now that they've got time to do that. And then there's the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I think I know which camp you fall in. I am definitely in the rest of us. I found out that there's actually the most commonly purchased foods for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got all of them in my kitchen pantry. What are those? Uh, mac and cheese. Frosted Flakes, and Eggo Waffles. If you've got those, you are the rest so of us. Welcome to my world. Three easiest things to make. It's not even really food. It's just like... It's also things your kids can make. Because at gross, some point you're like, things. kids, you've been eating all day. Please go make yourself something else. Oh, good. Frosted Flakes are here. So I would normally be in your camp, but I live with someone who is the crazy bread-making gourmet chef. Mm-hmm. And I frequently feel like... I'm not doing enough. Like, I'm a failure at the quarantine because she's doing so much and, like, learning all these new skills. Right. So why do you feel like that, though? I Just because every day she's got some new bread experiment. Last night she made homemade naan. And we had a meal from Burma. uh, Excuse me, Myanmar. (laughs) And it was elaborate and it was tasty. And she's learning new things and she's bettering herself. And you, I I assume, are doing none of those things. No, I'm not doing those things. (laughs) Honestly, it takes all my efforts to not start drinking at noon every day. One zero three seven play. Hollywood hot mess. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on one zero three seven play. So Matt Damon is accusing us of not being prepared for COVID nineteen because we didn't pay close enough attention to his movie Contagion. Makes sense. He's saying if you saw it, you can't say that no one would have predicted this because it was exactly what happened, and we should have listened to him. No. Should have listened to his movie. Come on now, this never would have happened. We there's a lot you can learn from previous TV shows and movies. I watched Jurassic Park. It doesn't mean that I'm prepared for velociraptors to start running loose down Broad Street. No, but we did learn not to recreate dinosaurs. See how that turned out? You know, like shows like Terminator, Walking Dead, Dawson's Creek. What what are you worried about from Dawson's Creek? We need to learn from Pacey's mistakes (laughs) so we don't repeat them in the future. All right. Have you seen the uh, Netflix show Awake? Since no. I think most of us have watched all the way through Netflix at this point. What's that? So it's this it's show competition where people are awake for 24 hours straight and then they try to compete in challenges. And huh. like your mind's a big old pile of mush at that point. That so you can't cool. do it. That one is cool. Here's the opposite of it. A new reality show called Sleeping with Friends. Sounds exciting, but <laughs> it's not. It's a competition to see who can get the best night's sleep. And you don't think that's interesting? I'm not saying it's not challenging because, good Lord, it's hard sometimes. But this is it. They just film people in bed and they have the little gadget on their forehead to track their brain waves. And based on how much REM sleep you get, you win or See, don't win. I would watch that. <laughs> like, I find the science of sleep fascinating. Like, why can't I sleep well after two bottles of red wine? Why do I get up to pee so much? Why do I wake up with heartburn? I need answers to these questions. I think you already have the answer to your question. <laughs> 1037 play. So, Eric, what happened on your date? Hey, guys. Yeah. Um, went on this date with this girl named Jessica. Uh, I seem to have like, a good time. She seemed to be like a joy herself. And, you know, I just haven't heard from her since. Like, the date, like, uh, I'm, she had not returned my, my texts, my calls. Uh, but I don't know. I thought maybe like second update might be like a good way to get her attention. All right. So, Eric, uh, nothing happened on the date that seems weird. You can't think of anything. No. Like, it, it seems to go really well. And all of a sudden, I'm not hearing anything back. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see if we can find out the truth for you, okay? Something obviously went wrong. We'll call her up and uh, see if we can get some answers. All right. Thanks, guys. 
Hello. Hi, is this Jessica? Uh, yeah, this is she. Hey, Jessica, my name is Melissa. Uh, you went on a date with my good friend Eric. Do you remember going out with him recently? Uh, yeah, I went out with a guy named Eric, yeah. Yes. Um, so he's a friend of mine, and he said he was trying to get a hold of you, and he can't reach you. For some reason, you're not picking up when he's calling or texting. So I didn't know if you were avoiding him or you changed your number or what, but, like, you answered for me, so I'm assuming you're avoiding him. Uh, well, I guess this is a little weird. I mean, did you have fun with him when you guys went out? He said you guys had an awesome time on the date. I mean, it was okay, but, okay, to be honest with you, he was clearly overcompensating for something. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Well, I had to ride together, and I ended up riding his giant truck that was literally, like, the biggest truck that I've ever seen. Like, it kind of looked like a monster truck. Like, it was <laughs> huge. It was completely garish-looking. And I was like, oh, okay, only men who have this are clearly overcompensating for something. Oh. What do you think he's overcompensating for? I'm just kidding. I think I know. I'm like, I don't know. I just, like, I'm not interested in a man who, like, feels the need to, like, project himself in that way. Right. Um, I mean, like, he, he was okay. He was nice. I was like, I don't even want to know what's down there. Like, so, yeah. I don't know. And he didn't seem confident either, so. Wait, you think I'm overcompensating for something because I have a big truck? <laughs> Wait, what's going on here? Uh, yeah, Jessica, you're actually on second date on 1037 Play with Melissa and Jack, and, um, uh, Yep, Eric's been listening the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, why Why else would you have a giant truck? Like, it's completely unnecessary. Nobody needs a giant truck like that. Like, are you going to, like, a monster mash bash? Like, is it a monster? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I wish I was. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see what the big deal is. I, I, I like trucks. It's like a, a cool hobby of mine. I can't, I don't know. I can't get on board with, with that. Oh, don't really want I'm to honestly, like, kind of surprised that, like, that, like, I don't know. That seems kind of, like, shallow of you. <laughs> I sort of understand what Jessica's saying. Like, okay, there's one thing like to have a, a big truck, but there's another one. It's like that really big truck that's got the ginormous wheels. I don't know. I always assume they're overcompensating Who cares? for something it's a, too. It's a car. It's a car. It means nothing at all. You guys right, are right. you're reading way too much. But under it's this. like show offy, and then like when it's got this super loud engine, you're just like, why? What is the point of that? I have an idea. There's one way to find out if he is overcompensating, Jack. and that's go on a second date. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Courtesy of 1037 Play, and maybe, you know, they'll give you a ride in his truck again. Do you still mean the actual truck? I don't know what I mean. <laughs> I just, if we go on a second date, I don't want to look at the truck. Like, I need you to Uber. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. Like, like, like if she's going to be so shallow, just, like, judge me on my truck, I, I'm not sure I'm, like, so interested. I mean, that's, that's a, lot, a lot about you. All right, so no second date. So, no, date. You, you wanted to call her for a second date, and you're the one saying no. I'm saying no. I, I mean, the, the, the truck's part of the package. It's, it's me and my truck, and it's, like, it's the, the big thing in my life. I think and, your uh, truck and the package are what caused this eight. whole dilemma in the first place. It's true. She does not like big trucks, and she cannot lie. I mean, I like other big things, but I just don't like Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> 1037 Play. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Your second.